Welcome back, everyone, to the uh, third week of uh, Formation Podcast. And this week, we all went through uh, our experimentation with the discipline of gratitude. Um, so, Clyde, why don't you kick things off? How's your week? Yeah, week was uh, week was good. I think you know, thinking about discipline of gratitude um, has been has been encouraging, and it's funny it fit with our sermon series in sort of an indirect way. Uh, we're going through Ecclesiastes. This last week was Ecclesiastes 7, where the preacher is talking about the world doesn't operate the way it ought to. So basically, um, you know, the, the righteous perish in their righteousness, the wicked are prolonged in their wickedness. And as I was thinking about gratitude, it just made me think of all of the great provision that God has made for me in my life. And just the reality, I don't deserve any of it. Yeah. And how, how relatively... Um, how pain-free my life has been in so many ways, even when I have made decisions or just thought in ways where it's like, wow, I, that actually shouldn't have worked out that way for me. God was really yeah. kind to, to kind of, uh, you know, hold me back there or bring people alongside of me to help me there and different things like that. So, so it was really interesting to think about gratitude in relation to, uh, to that particular passage. Yeah. So you, you would say like moments in your life that sort of seemed almost like they they weren't working out for good or whatever like you can sort of see in hindsight yeah, yeah. that those you were led through those for yes specific purposes reasons things like that as yes. you thought about it yeah exactly yeah so 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 reflecting on gratitude doing like a gratitude inventory uh that was one thing that popped out to me and then i think attached to celebration is just sort of small things like being grateful for small things mm. um and and like as we talked about previously just connecting that line to to Christ in, in his provision. Yeah. So in particular, you know, my um, my youngest son just, uh, it was his birthday yesterday. So just thinking about uh, everything related to how God has made him and how much joy mm. that brings into our family and yeah. just being, being gr- uh, grateful and full of gratitude for that. Um, how old is he now? He just turned four. Okay. Yeah, so awesome. a lot, just a lot of energy, a lot of goofiness, and, and just like the joy <laughs> that he has and just really being thankful to God, like, wow, you've given me, you know, this child for so many reasons, but I see, you know, joyfulness and gratitude in him. And and then that produces that in me. So what, uh, what changes did you, or what, what things did you do over the past week that you haven't done previously kind of focusing on the idea of gratitude? Did you change up your schedule? Did you change up your routine? Did you try any new experiments? What did you, what did you do to actually implement the discipline of gratitude? Yeah, I think the the main thing I did was just kind of stopping and thinking about like what it, what am I grateful for today? Yeah. Um how did how how did God show up for me or provide for me today? Yeah. Uh so I noticed there was an I didn't do any major major changes. It was really that thinking about that question and then kind of doing the gratitude inventory journal yeah. piece. So you did that. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Every day. No, that's just a one a one stop shop for me where it's yeah. like okay, let me like let me think through like right now what are the things I feel kind of like a brain dump for gratitude. gratitude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You a brain, a brainstorm, a brainstorm of gratitude. Yeah, um, yeah. So it was just really that pause of like, what am I grateful for today? And I think in different points and times, I've sort of thought about that question a little bit more, um, but I hadn't really lately. Yeah. Uh, so it was helpful to kind of press pause on that, or even to think about. You know, how did God show up for me today? Yeah. Um, Do you deal with anxiety? I don't deal, I don't, 
I think the type of anxiety or worry that I find myself most prone towards is related to fear of people. Um, yeah. So it's mostly it's mostly around like here's a big conversation I need to have, and I'll think about here are the seventy five ways this could go wrong. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> like <laughs> choose yeah. your own adventure. So it's mostly so I don't feel it on a day to day level. It's more of like oh okay here's something that could be really be a conflict. And mm. that's such a uh, besetting sort of sin for me. So that's mostly where I'll feel it. Yeah. 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 I think that's um, the one thing that I implemented this week um, on a regular basis was just, man, at the end of every day, just write down real quick three things that you're grateful for. Yeah. Um, it, what was interesting, man, I found that I slept better, mm. <laughs> you know, like I was able to kind of calm my mind down because um, yeah. I think, you know, one of those things that can keep you up at night is, you know, anxious thoughts and just, yes. uh, having anxiety over what's to come or what has happened or like a certain relationship or, um, and man, it's, it's almost like, I mean, she said it in the book where gratitude is essentially the opposite of anxiety. Yeah. You know, it, it's a state of mind where you're just grateful for what is not anxious about what could be. Yeah. Um, and so every night, man, just real, real fast. What are three things? Maybe it's something that happened today. Maybe it's a relationship I'm, I'm thankful for. It's, it's like a reality check. It throws you back into, um, man, there are really phenomenally great things that the, that God is doing in my life. Yeah. Um, and rather than just dwelling on what could be, um, just, it, I think what I found interesting was gratitude forces you to live in the moment. Yes. It forces it's it. It's a good way. It, it doesn't just, it's not just like, it's not something that you're looking towards or looking back on. Well, I guess in some way you're looking back on, but it just forces you to say, okay, today, you know, what, what's happening today that I'm grateful for? Um, and a lot of anxiety is rooted in future. Exactly. Yes. Um, so the more you can get into present, exactly. Yeah, I think gratitude sort of forces you into that space. And it just meant, it just relaxed me at the end of every night. Yeah. Um, I had a really good conversation with my daughter last night on, on this topic of gratitude. Um, you know, we were talking about just how incredible God really is. Um, and how he's just, uh, he's the giver of all gifts. Um, everything that's good. Like she loves to color. So who made colors? You know, God did. Um, he, he made these pleasures for us. So, um, and, and we had the conversation sort of around idolatry, you know, where we said, if you, if you love something or someone and that terminates on that person, it, that it ends on that person, mm -hmm. then it will never be what you want it to be. Yeah. Um, so we had a really good conversation last night. So she, she was asking, so what about, you know, you love mom? I said, yeah. But I was like, I found a greater depth in saying, and rather than saying how beautiful and wonderful and how great is my wife, but how beautiful, wonderful, and great is my God mm -hmm. that he would give me such a woman. Mm -hmm. um, and so if it, if it, if it's a means to yep. the end of, of loving God, it deepens that experience yeah. Yeah. and deepens that affection. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever had that. Yeah, no, I, I think, and I think that circles back to so much of what we were talking about with celebration that really, you know, I think resonated with me was just drawing that line from. Yeah, they're so closely connected. They are, yeah. Yeah. Drawing that line from what we're celebrating, what we're enjoying to who it's from, who it's a reflection of, you know, which is ultimately, yeah. you know, God himself, which then, you know, that's, one one of the ways all of life becomes becomes worshipful, you know, the more we're in step with that, um, yeah. with that sort of perspective that that God really is, um, 
with us, providing for us every every step of the way. Yeah, and he's the means to peace. Yeah. What was interesting, so <laughs> this is sort of morbid, but um, I go out to this place, you know, 30 minutes outside the city to kind of read and just, uh, I don't do it as much as I'd like, but I try and get out there as much as I can. And uh, I was coming out of it a couple weeks ago um, while we were doing celebration and noticed this really old graveyard where it was like the graves, I think the, you know, earliest death I saw was like the early 1800s. So it was super old. Um, and for whatever reason, I just pulled over the side of the road, parked the car, went in and spent, ended up spending like an hour and a half in there. Um, what it did though, was it wasn't so much like a, oh, like it didn't provoke a fear of death. It actually provoked a gratitude for the present, mm -hmm. you know, um, just saying like, you know what, in 50, 60 years, you know, you're going to be in the ground. I'm going to be in the ground. Everybody around us is going to be in the ground. Uh, but for right now, uh, it, like God has given us, um, the gifts of family, the gifts of these relationships and sort of just forces you to kind of recenter yourself in the moment. Um, and, and know that like this all comes to an end, but for right now, uh, and that also like gets rid of anxiety saying, you know what, like, why am I so worried about what people think, yeah. uh, what people's opinions of me are? Like, we're all headed towards the same spot, yeah. you know, uh, in 50 years, there's going to be an entirely new group of humans here. Yeah. Um, so just sort of like the, uh, if you can sense a common thread in my talking, I think, you know, gratitude, what it did was it, it head on collided with my anxiety. Yeah. Um, in a way that was really refreshing. That's um, so good, man. It was awesome, man. Uh, <clears throat> so I think, you know, this is one that, like we said, gratitude and celebration are closely knit. Uh, but I hope that I can keep, keep it, it yeah. sustained, yeah. like the journal or whatever. Yeah. Uh, because it really did have tangible, real world benefit to me. Yeah. In my walk. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. All right. Where are we headed next? We are headed next to a discipline called rule of life. All right. Now, I know, uh, I know many of us disciples of Jesus get a little worried when we hear rule, um, <laughs> but that should not be so. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, rule of life is a really, um, is a really neat uh, practice, and I think it's one we'll find, um, we'll find really encouraging. This is the way Calhoun uh, uh, defines a rule of life. She says that uh, a rule of life offers unique and regular rhythms that free and open each person to the will and presence of Christ. The spiritual practices of a rule of life provide a way to partner with the Holy Spirit for personal transformation. Okay. Uh, so, uh, rule of life, uh, Seth, you want to um, maybe flesh out sort of what that means? Sure. I think uh, uh, one thing that I underlined what she said is that another word for rule is essentially rhythm. Yeah. Um, that you're you're building a rhythm into your life where uh, it it sets you up for communion with God. Uh, but I think the one thing that I appreciated that she really harped on was make it realistic. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. don't try and like go. You see somebody else doing this way of connecting with God that you really admire and respect. Like sometimes that's not actually the way that God's built you to connect. Um, so really personalizing it um, and making it something that is unique to you and your personality and the way that you can best connect to God. So, um, you know, whether that be, you know, the classic morning quiet time or, um, you know, taking a moment in the afternoons to, you know, express gratitude, that could be yeah. a rule of life. Yeah. Um, um, taking, 
five minutes after dinner when you're at the table to discuss with your kids a psalm. That could be a rule of life. Like um, there are a number of things. I think what she what she mentions is you find what you you sort of research the moments where you've had the greatest connection with God, the greatest joy in Christ, and take away from that. Okay, what was I doing? What was you know what was the practice involved? And then sort of just building it into your your daily rhythm. Would you say that's fair? Yeah, I would say that's really helpful. Yeah. 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 And this, um, you know, one of the things that's important to recognize around this idea of building a rule of life is that we all already have a rule of life. Uh, we all already have these sort of principles um, and patterns that govern our rhythm of life hmm. day to day. Do you have any current rules? You know, so I, I, we actually had our, our church, our church plan in Boston to start the year. We actually made this card on how to make a rule of life that sort of... So you've uh, done this. So I've done this before. Okay. Yeah. Um, cool. And like many things that I do, I, I don't stick with them. So it was right. really, it was great <laughs> to make it. It's great for I that week. Really, yeah, yeah. I'm, <laughs> my rule of life is not completing uh, and following through on things. Um, but so so we did that and it was really helpful practice. Um, and so currently I don't have an a super intentional one, but we all have a default rule of life. So the first things we do in the morning, uh, the way we unwind at night, uh, our patterns of prayer and scripture. And most of us, I think, or maybe just speak for myself, so much of the time, my kind of rule of life is sort of formed unintentionally. It's just kind of what I end up doing. Yeah. And and so what this discipline offers me, what offers us, is just a chance to pause and say, what type of person do I want to become? How do I want to intentionally be formed uh, into the image of Christ? And what are the things that I'm going to do as sort of a rule of pattern in my life to help me become that person, yeah. to be formed into uh, who God wants me to be? Just curious, when you did those cards... What was, give me an example of a rule that you had for yourself. Yeah, so when I put one together in January, um, you know, one of them, one of the things on mine um, that I do remember, including that time around, was, you know, playing basketball twice a week. Um, okay. Was that I was going to, that's a uh, thing that I love to do, a uh, worshipful thing for me, a missional thing for me, a health thing for me. So obviously, in all those ways, a deeply discipleship oriented and spiritual. Uh, so that was one. Um, I think another piece was doing uh, uh, some kind of like deep reflective reading of scripture. Uh, so reading maybe smaller portion, but journaling or thinking about it a little bit more rather than kind of the touch and go that I do most mm -hmm. of the time in the morning, trying to squeeze in a little bit before I need to head in. Yeah. Uh, so those were two things that I remember really sticking out um, was kind of that that exercise component and then slow meditative reading of scripture. So uh, as you built those two rules or you created those two rules, so for people listening, for myself included, what would be what would you advise people to do to create the rules? Like what are what's step one? Like, okay, do I am I observing where I felt connected to God or am I just saying where do I want to connect with God? What would you suggest as far as like a good starting spot for building one? Yeah, I think, you know, starting with, you know, what are some ways that you connect with Jesus uh, in, a, in a meaningful way? Uh, and what would it look like to make that sort of a regular part of your life? You know, and so if that's something where you're like, man, I love to connect by getting out of the city and going and doing whatever and reading scripture out in the woods or something like that, that's great. 
that probably can't be a part of your weekly rhythm of your rule yeah. of life. Don't make that, it like... A, yeah, so that might be a yeah. once a month part of your rule. So so as you build your rule of life, there are things that are going to be like daily rhythms that you want. There may be weekly, there may be monthly. Um, and so just being flexible there, but really thinking about how do you connect with, with, with Christ. So there's going to be word and prayer that's part of that. There may also be going out into nature. There may be recreation. Uh, but also thinking about the question, um, who, who do you want to become? You know, what, what type of person do you want to be to the glory of Jesus? Hmm. And then what rhythms help you do that? Also thinking about your relationships with others. Um, how, how will that fit into your rule of life? And so thinking through uh, th- those sort of questions, um, maybe where do you want to change? Um, where do you want the Holy Spirit to bring uh, sanctification and redemption in your life? You know, is there a rhythm that could fit around that? Yeah. Um, you know, maybe maybe based on some of our uh, you know previous conversations, it's I mean, celebration needs to be a part of my rule of life because I would never do that if I don't think about that intentionally. Yeah. Or gratitude, you know. So rule of life, like you just mentioned, might be hey, every every night I'm answering this thing in my journal. What yeah. are the three things I'm thankful to God for? So yeah. that that's a that's a rule of life. Uh, so so thinking in those terms, Calhoun gives some sample rules for life, like uh, confess my sins before I go to bed, worship the Lord alone and with others, uh, don't hold grudges, forgive others pray for others, right? Those are real simple, real generic. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can attach those to kind of like, man, th- this is how and when I'm going to do that, then I think that that's better. But um, I'm, I'm really excited to, to do this because you know, as, as one who has taken a stab at this before and kind of enjoyed it for a little bit and fell off. Yeah, you, you know, saw the benefit. Saw then, the benefit for a little yeah. bit. And, and honestly, I do those things, but it's not it's not super intentional in the way that I think a rule of life could could bring that to the forefront in a really neat way. So yeah. I'm excited to get after it. Did you ever have you ever read um, the emotionally healthy leader Scazzaro? Peter Scazzaro? You know, I have that. I read the uh, his the the book it was derived from or based on the first version, but yeah. I didn't read the leader one. No. Yeah, what was interesting there? I specifically remember in that book him talking about you know different rhythms that he's built into his pastoral vocational life, and you know some things are daily, some things are weekly, some things yeah. are monthly, some things are yearly, and he's got this whole yeah system down yeah. for like man, I've got to I've got to get five days by myself every year. Yes. You know that's not something he's going to do every week or whatever, obviously, yeah. but. Um, I think that's that's a very interesting concept to me. Yeah. Um, to not just think what what am I going to do every day, but man, what are some really extended times uh, yeah. where I can be very intentional about you know my my communion with God? That yeah. uh, whether it's weekly or monthly. But I think for this week, um, what what which how should we approach it this week? Should we just say what are like let's kick off a daily practice or a daily rhythm? Um, or think about like, should we put together like one of those deals, you know, or what are you thinking? Hmm. Yeah, I think, um, would be the best way to, to dip the toe in this water. Yeah. I think it might be, um, you know, it, it might be worth thinking through pro- probably not trying to come up with more than maybe four or five yeah. like components of a rule of life. Uh, and they could be at the daily, weekly or monthly level but probably not going beyond beyond maybe four or five um, yeah. total. Yeah. Uh, just so, you know, I, I know my tendency would want to build something out crazy. And, right. You know, spreadsheet, <laughs> spreadsheet uh, <laughs> Google Doc, um, you know, uh, and, and then just not really do much with it beyond beyond that. So, right. so that, that might help. And, you know, one, one question that I think uh, will help us in this that Calhoun raises is what unspoken rules govern your life right now? So basically, what is my default rule of life? Like mm-hmm. my default rule of life is like right now is like wake up um, and 
uh, read, uh, read scripture, um, for however long I kind of either I'm reading in, in Mark and I'm reading in numbers right now. So based on how I feel when I wake up, I read one or the other, there's no real (laughs) rhythm to that. If I'm real pressed, I have a Spurgeon devotional that I'll read. Um, and, and then after that, uh, I'm like getting out of bed see what's what's going on on my on my news which is social media right that's my rule of life and yeah that's that's fine but like i haven't you know really thought like is that really what i want to do um mm. or is there a different way like can i be disciplined to structure the beginning of my day in a different sort of fashion you know yeah. so i think thinking through what are the rule unspoken rules of my life right now I and, like that. and then that's what's unspoken what do i want to be spoken right and being intentional there. Which which all goes back to that question, what kind of person do you want to become? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so let's try that. Let's, let's uh, so for next week, we'll come here with anywhere from three to five yep. rules that either we did or we intend to do or whatever, but it'd be good to think about it this week uh, and see what comes from it. Yeah, looking forward to it. All right, it's see you next week. One. Peace.